0: Hey, this episode is brought to you by the Jewel Junkie. Our first and biggest sponsor, biggest supporter. Where they add style to your smile, $5 at a time. And you can go there to her site at JewelJunkie.com. That's Jewel, G-E-W-E-L-J-U-N-K-E-E.com. And you can hook yourself up, hook the people up you love. And all of y'all could look like a million bucks without breaking the bank. So go on over there. There's no rules to the jewels. Check it out after you finish listening to this episode. Peace. saturday we are alive. especially if you're
1: one of these fans
2: <laughs> what is it <that?
0: laughs> is that dallas <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> now you see you were, you were a good man until you did that yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, look i can't even hey you know what you're a fan you're, you're a fan you're a fan <laughs> stick with your people because the thing that get me is when you see those people that are they're fans until they team not doing so well and then they hop ship and then jump on another bandwagon they're the ones that okay, yeah. Nah. yeah i would rather i would actually rather somebody like i ran into this kid he was a, a cleveland browns fan and this is before <laughs> they started doing well this is when they was trying to see how much more they could lose a year <laughs>
3: <laughs> and was that was sad. their challenge.
0: I said, You a Cleveland Browns fan? He's like, Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a yes, sir. I'm, I love the Browns. I'm like, Hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why?
0: But why? <laughs> is, but why? <laughs> it's amazing, and even more amazing is the fact that he wasn't from Ohio. He wasn't from anywhere around the area. He was just a Browns fan. <laughs> I was like, that's, okay, that's, the real now, that's yeah, a real fan. That's a real fan. And he stuck with him. And then when they started winning, you know, when you and then you see all these Browns fans pop out the woodworks, and it's like, really? But are you really? <laughs> Are you real? <laughs> so, you're right. Yeah. Anyways, hey, welcome everybody. I see y'all jumping into the, the group and coming in. Thank y'all so much for coming out and joining us this Saturday morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you're watching from. And wherever you're watching from, drop that in the chat box. Let us know uh, where you're watching from, who you are, and uh, if you have any questions, concerns, or issues, drop those in there too. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the leadership behavior that most important to employees. And it's coming out of the HBR and it falls under emotional intelligence. Don't we all need some emotional intelligence? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, fellas, but I'm, I'm sure that, you know, in every position of leadership <laughs> and or just being in an organization, you need some form or fashion of emotional intelligence. To deal with your peers, to deal with your superiors and or your subordinates, right? So, emotional intelligence is important. Uh, An article is written by Christine Porath. And uh, again, you can find that in the HBR. If you don't know what that is, drop that in the chat box. (laughs) Because I'm not just going to give you free cookies all day. You're going to have to ask some questions and interact with us. Uh, Gentlemen, before we get started... Uh, man, how y'all doing today? It's Coffee Crepes Leadership and Pancakes, as it says. Uh, what
1: y'all have for breakfast this morning? Well, oh, man, I had a sausage, chicken, and cheese, egg, uh, burrito that I made right here at home. Nice, you got that man. kind of, that kind of time you can make all that in the morning. I mean, okay. You get up early. Ain't nobody bothering you. Yeah,
2: that's it's the retired <laughs> life, man. It's the retired life. I don't have that kind of time. When I grow up, when I grow up, <laughs> <you> grow up. <laughs> and I can, the Toys, I can be a Toys R Us kid.
0: That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. What you have, Joe? What y'all do?
2: Here it is right here. You see it? My lovely clear mug. Okay. A little sweet Italian cream, frothed nicely. Yeah. And then I let a little apple crumb uh, coffee go through that. That's it. Oh no, Brenda made pancakes. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. She's about to hand me I, up. She oh,
0: watching <laughs> in the background. She drop <laughs> in the oh. I felt
2: oh, I really? felt it through the force. It was a
3: disturbance.
0: <laughs> 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 so yeah, hold on on oh boy, she's about to let the power be with you. I Woo-hoo. said I, I sensed the dark side <laughs>
2: <laughs> moving
0: towards me rapidly. She started doing this number right here. Hold up. what you say? We didn't watch. Well,
2: why is my windpipe closing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. That's not, That's what's up. Get him, my sister. Get him. <laughs> he acting up. Or too early. Too early. I
2: ain't had no coffee yet. That's oh, what no, it that's is.
0: Right. Go drink on that apple crisp coffee, man. That fancy stuff. What you got up there? Oh, oh. is that what you made? Yeah, Where you say it. you live at again? And, and you on mute again? But you showing pictures
1: of food and mate. They- yeah, I'm in California. That was my yeah. breakfast this morning.
0: Oh, is that right? Hey, I'll, I'll be yeah. there next.
1: You it's timestamped. <laughs>
2: I'll I'll be there next Saturday.
0: Is <laughs> <It's just> 8 <laughs> eight thirty? good for you? All right,
1: look, I'm up at four thirty, so I'm good. <laughs> look,
0: Matt, so. You usually the one that's doing it up, Leonard. And he done started doing some stuff too. So what you got, Matt? What you do?
4: Leonard won this week. Let me tell you, I'm usually the crepes guy, and uh, I I did not I did not do that today. I had a piece of toast, and I'm still working on my coffee. Okay. <laughs>
0: so. Well, I got up early this morning because uh, me and the Jewel Junkie were supposed to be going live, and you know you can't trust uh, the good old uh, service providers information all the time. They say you're going to get a thousand or whatever and you only get about 500, right? Mm-hmm. So she was going to get up and go live before me. So, if we start breaking up, it's probably because the Jewel Junkie is live right now as well. Um, yeah, so I got up and I made some um, eggs, sausage, rice, and green beans. Mixed all that together hey. with some onions in. It was pretty good, man. It was pretty good. And she didn't even eat. She got up late. <laughs> I'm throwing her under the bus. <laughs> so, shout out to the Jewel Junkie. She's live. My sponsor, you know, where they add style to your smile, $5 at a time. Again, if you're just jumping in, the article today is The Leadership Behavior that most That's Most Important to Employees by Christine Porath. And it's under the topic of emotional intelligence, and um, yeah, man, you find it in the Harvard Business Review. Uh, we're going to jump into this thing, okay? So for the last 20 years, I've studied the cost of incivility as well as the benefits of civility. Across the board, I found that civility pays. It enhances your influence and performance and is positively associated with being perceived as a leader. Hmm. Uh, being respectful doesn't just benefit you, though. It benefits everyone around you. In a study of nearly 20,000 employees around the world conducted with HBR, I found that when it comes to garnering commitment and engagement from employees, there's one thing that leaders need to demonstrate, respect. No other leadership behavior had a bigger effect on employees across the outcome we measured. Being treated with respect was more important to employees than recognition and appreciation, communicating and inspiring vision, providing useful feedback, or even opportunities for learning, growth, and development. Interesting. However, when even when leaders know that showing respect is critical, many struggle to demonstrate it. If you're one of those leaders, consider the following steps. Pause. So, look, y'all know why I'll be reading these articles. I'll be thinking about how did did did, you know? I I try to insert you know military into it. Did they did they out of that twenty thousand? Did they poll any of those service members? I was wondering as I was reading earlier. Hmm. Yeah. Huh? Seeing this though, you know, respect is one of our uh values.
2: It's it's right in there, isn't it. It's in
0: there, you know. Yeah. Uh,
2: as a matter, as matter of fact, all services have have uh respect somewhere in their creed or, yeah. or something. Yeah.
0: So I was wondering. I was wondering. But uh Yeah, we got a note right here. What you got on this map?
4: All of those things are very important, right? All of the things that that, uh, they mentioned there, um, providing useful feedback, right? Appreciation, communicating and inspiring vision, um, opportunities for learning, growth and development. We do all of those things. You know, the military is is very good at all of those things. Uh, Whether we really want to or not, those programs are there and they are enforced. Um, The problem is the people enforcing them, if they, provide those things um, and then leave off the respect treating people with dignity and respect. Uh, people will leave, That's right. you know, you can give me all the free college in the world. But if you treat me like dirt, sorry, I'll pay for college or I'll find another way to deal with it later. You know, if you if you give me uh, an inspiring vision uh, of something that I want to be a part of, but you don't make me want to work for you. Sorry, I'll go somewhere else.
0: That's Good, that, that's the uh, uh what's The voice of the customer, as they, as they would say in Lean Six Sigma. Uh, mm-hmm. You're like, Oh, I'm giving them everything, but if you're not giving them what they actually need to function, all that mm-hmm. other stuff is just fluff. I like it. You got anything on this, Joe?
2: Actually, yeah, man. Uh, Matt, Matt, uh, uh, I love listening to him first before getting to talk because it, it puts the the idea in my head and so uh, we just wrapped up an inspection and uh, something that we were debating um, the spirit versus you know the letter of the law when it comes to interpreting regulation right and so the question came up is what makes a program effective right you know Um, and so what we were discussing were commander's policies you know their open door policy or the, the training policies, whatever policy it may be of, uh, hey, I have everything that the regulation told me that I'm supposed to have. I got all the documents printed out, signed. Here you go. Uh-huh. But is that a program? Is it just a piece of paper with the commander's signature on it? Or does it include you actually following through? And the most important part, what is the benefit to the people? that the program was designed for. Yes. Um, and so how'd you say it, Tate, the, the the customer's <laughs> voice, uh, if you want to be effective at, at anything, uh, especially trying to demonstrate that, that you respect the people that you, you're you serving, then you, you have to be able to build something that's, that's worthy of them. I, I, my first platoon sergeant told me, um, right before I got promoted to sergeant, he said, uh, your task from here on out will be worthy of your ncoer i make a sole promise to you that i'll never ask you to go do something that's not worthy of your ncoer that's i'll never forget that that's
1: good what you got, <coughs> our- uh so you know i want to kick this one off with a with a with a, a hunt the good stuff message over to Matt, and then I'm gonna talk about that topic because you know, you know I gave Matt them props about them notes last week. Yeah, he didn't send me his notes this time. He just left me hanging. But that's okay. it's okay, Matt. You know, normally he put them out there and I get to pre-read <laughs> and I, go, Man, this, I awesome stuff. You know, this week he just left me hanging.
2: <laughs> hey, did you <laughs> so, send him a video of them tiles?
1: <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. I haven't. I haven't done the tiles yet. But I saw my. That's on my bucket list. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so getting back to the topic, head, you know, I always say, and and, and uh, I don't know if you if you go back and you pull some of my soldiers, if you can find one that say I didn't treat them with respect, uh, I would probably you know roll over and pass out. Yeah. Because my goal, my thought is, if you give respect to everybody from the bottom to the top, mm-hmm. it's not hard. Because you're totally just giving respect, and I always said that as long as you give respect, nine times out of ten you're gonna get it back. Now, now I had those soldiers that you know, one of them stood almost stood up on my desk and he wanted to fight me, but I still treated him with respect. I didn't get I didn't get irate. I just called some help into the office to get some someone out of here. <laughs> You know, but hey, I'm getting before I, I kill. I, him. That's right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but I treated him with respect. And then I, and after that, I even talked to him, you know, if he got chapters out of the army, but he, uh, I talked to him about it, you know, what had happened. And then he said, you know what? I didn't do it. You know, the circumstances were because of your actions, not my actions. Yeah. I just processed the paperwork. That's right. Yeah. You know? So yeah. don't blame me. Don't say. <laughs> first I kicked you out i didn't kick you out because one i didn't make that decision the commander did or you know ucmj actions did but all i did was process the paperwork so side effects your anger with me i'm not gonna let you make me upset but i, I did call my ops because the ops was right outside the office now you better come get this <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but hey so respect is is easy if you give it to everybody and, uh, and I, I try to always respect everybody, whether I like them, don't like them, doesn't matter. Treat them with respect, because if you don't like them nine times out of ten, probably they don't like you. And and if, still, if you're respecting each other, guess what? You'll still get along and make the mission happen. Um, the other thing that, you know, just in that note that you brought up um, just now is, uh, you know what they should do? They should start tracking or have the commanders track how often people use those open door policies. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you had a soldier come in here mm-hmm. to utilize the open door policy? And then they should keep notes to themselves or whatever on what they talked about during that. They should have a counseling form or something yeah. as to what they talked about during that open door policy. And that should be a check. Because if you mm-hmm. don't get checked, it ain't going to get used.
2: That's correct. That is you know, correct.
1: So, so if you want to make that, that effective, you know, I used to tell soldiers all the time, I think, Gifford, you probably heard me say it a few times, Hey, open door policy, go see the commander. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. It, ain't, it doesn't hurt me that you're going to see the commander. You know, it, it's not hurting my pride that you're going no. to see the commander. You want to see the commander? I I set you up an appointment, date and time. Get them here, get the soldiers here. And say, go see the, with the commander at this time. Yeah, but uh, open door policy, yeah, that's that was a big one for me. I used to say, you want to go see IG? I set you up. A, I set you up the time. Give you the phone number. Mm-hmm. Call them up. That's right. They ain't gonna do nothing but make us better. Yeah. You know. So, and, and that was my philosophy. So I say with respect, it's simple. Just give it to everybody, and you won't have a problem with it. Or, and you know, they shouldn't have a problem with it either. Usually, you get what you give.
2: Yes. That's correct. Yes.
0: Yes. Well, that's my two
1: cents on on respect.
0: Say give it to everyone, um, genuinely, right? Because you can't, you can't fake caring.
2: Yeah, that's right.
0: Right, you can't fake it. It's uh, it's one of those things where they say you fake it till you make it. No, you you can't be in this job <laughs> if if you don't care. I mean, no. Our creed basically says that you have to care. If you don't read that and you don't understand that, yeah, um, then there's a problem, right? If you're, in, if you're the NCO. Yeah. And you know what really got me? Well, and I said I was going to go deep down on this one. Um, what really got me is when I see leaders, of uh, NCO specific, that are the farthest from representative of the core, right? They're not representative. And I always stop and I ask them, I was like, hey, NCO creed, go. If you don't remember anything else, you remember the first part, which is no, <laughs> no, one, no one is more, more
2: professional, professional than I.
0: Right? And I say, stop. Start back <laughs> over. And they say it, no one is more professional than I. Stop, say it one more time for me. That's it. Mm No one is more professional than I. And I need you to think about everything that happened up to this point and why I'm asking you to say that part of the creed. Because they opened up with that for a reason. That's right. Right? If you're professional, everything else should fall in In place. Mm -hmm. Because as a professional, I realize I don't know everything. I can I can humble myself and ask my subordinates. I can go to my my people to the left and to the right of me. Say hey look, battle. Hey, uh, sir, ma'am. I don't I don't know. I don't understand this. Can you help me out? You're a subject matter expert. You know, make me smarter. As a professional, right? Smart people surround themselves with smarter people. And why do you say that? Not because they're more intelligent than you. It's because they are smarter in a specific subject matter that you don't have knowledge on yet. And so in this article where I got it, where the reason I'm saying this was I see the problem is when they say that you don't have respect. The thing is, when you get that information from that, you know, junior person and you're like, I'm the senior, you don't tell me. You know what I mean? Instead of saying humbling themselves, saying you know what, that's a great idea. You know what? Let's try that. Let's let's talk to the group. Let's put this. Let's 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 create a group, a working group, and let's come up with some more ideas to go with what you're saying, and let's see if we can make this thing better. Because we're always trying to make the organization better. Sometimes that you spent
2: twenty dollars.
0: Sometimes that means leaving yeah. it like it is, right? <laughs> If it's, if it's a well-oiled machine, don't go changing the bolts on that thing. Let that thing run. You just maintain it, right? You shine it that's up it. a little bit. You, you, you gas it. <laughs> you do the regular maintenance on it. You ain't got to go and change parts until it's time to change parts. And that's my two cents on that. All right. So ask for focused feedback on your best behaviors. This is some of the ways that you can actually, if you're having a hard times with respect. Oh, okay. There we go. Um, This technique originated by researcher Laura Roberts and colleagues will help you see your most respectful self. Collect feedback via email from about 10 people. Sounds like a 360, doesn't it?
3: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, 10 people, coworkers, friends, family, ask each for positive examples of your best behavior. When and how have they seen you treat people well? After compiling the feedback, try to organize the data by summarizing and categorizing it into themes. For example, create a table with columns for commonality, examples of the behavior, and your thoughts. You might also use Wordle.net. Huh. That's our, that's our game, ain't it, Lenard? Every day. That's
1: how I start my morning. I make sure I get in early before anybody send me the answers. I be forgetting. I don't be
0: sending the answers. Do you get the answers? That's
1: No, sometimes the people that just get started playing, they don't know how to, you know, share it. They they share, they take a picture and share the answer. So I make sure I do mine. If you look at the time step on my pictures, it's like 1234 at night. So I get it it. it done. (laughs)
0: Look, I've been losing lately, but it's all right. (laughs) (laughs) You get six tries. If you haven't done it yet, Wordle is not paying us uh, yet. Um, but <laughs> if you get six tries to find out this this the word, and you got what six letters, right?
1: Five letters. Five, Five letters. letters.
0: Man, you think it's easy, man? Some of them no, it's like, not. This I was on like an eight game winning streak, and then all of a sudden I'm like a, I'm on like a ten game losing streak. <laughs> and, and like potwork, I get Lenard's, and I'm like, man, the did you get that word today? What the heck is this? Okay. <laughs> That's funny Let me tell you he sent me a message Good luck on this word today (laughs) (laughs) I already knew it was going to be a hard one I was like oh here we go Here we Uh, go Alright so anyways Wordle.net to identify themes Uh, You'll also get a colorful picture That can serve as a reminder of you At your best most civil self Then look for patterns When, where, how, with whom Are you at your best That's a good one Use your insights to reinforce what you're doing well. Be mindful of additional opportunities to be your best civil self. Leverage yeah. your interpersonal strengths. Leverage your interpersonal strengths. I'm going to drop a pen right there because uh, let's let's just do it, man. Let's talk about it. 360 reviews. We do them for a reason, right? You have your <clears throat> your character strengths that we get, right? We do that every year. What is it? The Gap? Is that, is that what they call it?
3: I'm
0: I'm speaking to my military people But for those who are not familiar with what I'm talking about What is the GAT again, the Global Assessment tool?
3: Tool? Tool, correct
0: Global Assessment Tool And what it does is you take the test Similar to what they're talking about And basically it tells you kind of like your personality stuff Now, the importance of it The reason why you should do it at least every year Or every other year, right? Is because you're not yourself from last year Correct (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna Correct. Say it again. you're not yourself from last year. You're not even yourself from last half year. <laughs> Cause you went through some stuff. You got drugged a couple times <laughs> and you learned some stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So now you've you've your toolbox is a little bit should be a little bit bigger, you're a little bit wiser. And so you're going to uh, you're gonna attack certain things a little bit different. So the same question that they ask you, if you're in this situation, what would you do? A, B, C, D. And last time you said A, now you're going to say D, right? And I'm not saying that that's... Don't go and just put in D because I'm saying it. I'm saying that you're not going to answer the questions, all questions the same. Some of those are your natural, that's who you are. It's just who you are. That's who you're going to be. You're always going to be that way. It's how you were built It's how the creator, God, I want to say universe, but whatever you believe in, if you believe you came out from the sludge, that's how you was created. I guess that's how you evolved. But I'm saying that's how God created me. (laughs) It's a certain way that I was built and that's not going to change. It's just going to, you know, I might get older and and do it slower or faster. Um, And so you do, you use these tools and you find out certain things about yourself, but the importance is sharing it so that your team also knows, oh, that's why, that makes sense.
3: <laughs>
0: He's or she's, they're, they're an introvert. They, they have to read, and people always think, I'm an introvert, you know, blah, 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 you know, you don't understand. Introvert, extrovert is how you recharge, right? It's how you recharge. So you could be an introvert that likes to play sports, that like to go to the movies, right? You could be an extrovert that likes to read books, by yourself, <laughs> but when you're doing that, you're actually losing a charge. If you're an extrovert and you're sitting by yourself for a while doing something that you enjoy, you find yourself kind of tired, worn down. You're like, oh, I, so now you got to go and find somebody. That is the jewel junkie, my wife, who <laughs> she recharges as she. I can hear her, as she yes. comes, when she get to recharging. Her volume goes up, <laughs> and she gets excited, and she don't even realize. It. And I'd be like, "You be telling me I'm yelling? I'm from the south. We just talk loud. That's it." Her volume literally does the thing. Remember when the Price Is Right, the little dude on the mountain? <laughs> <laughs> Remember? That's how her voice does. And her voice just keep climbing. And I'm in, the, I'm like upstairs, in rooms away. And I can't hear the conversation because she's getting excited and I can see that she's being recharged. <laughs> me? Mine is going the opposite direction. <laughs> i have to, I'll be like, oh, I need, I need a solo time. Oh no, let me get in my little corner. And she'd be like, get out of that corner, get in here. Now, anyways, what you guys got on this, man? So I, utilize, my point was utilize your tools. This is a great point. Utilize your tools. Um, get feedback. You don't have to think that the feedback is like definitive. It's it's not it's it does, it's not like a hundred percent you. But you can take that feedback and you could self-assess, like they said, write notes on it. All right, what you got? We're gonna start with Leonard at the bottom.
1: All right, well, this this is my this is my take on that. You know, just about everything I'm gonna tell you is gonna be related to military because I only know two things. Military and finances. Uh, There's only two things I know in life and I'm stuck in them and I'm not going back to school.
0: (laughs) I like those two things.
1: Uh, So I would say counseling. You know, counseling is the best time to get that information because it's a two-way street. You know, you seek self-improvement and you seek self-improvement by when you're doing those counseling sessions with, with, with your soldiers and you're asking them how they can be how you can uh <laughs> i see that focus. <laughs> is you're asking them uh you know you're telling them what they need to do to improve or what you think they need to do to improve and then that's when you turn around and you ask them you say how can i help you and that's when you're going to find out the things that they can they can get from you that's going to make them better and in doing that not just the team grow you grow but the team grows he gets better he or she gets better and you get better with them because now you're you're creating that bond and you grow as a team so i say use that counseling session as your best opportunity to get to know how to make yourself better from their perspective because we can always try to make it make ourselves better from our own perspective but it's the other person's perspective you know it goes back to those was those five questions I know somebody knows who you are. Who I think you are. You know. And you know what I'm. Y'all know what I mean, right? Yeah. Like, it's not coming to my head right now, but uh, I should have wrote that down. I, I didn't have notes like Matt, but that's okay, Matt. I'm looking for your notes next week. I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> I'll send next uh, week's out today. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so that's
1: my that's my thing. Utilize that counseling session and, and uh, get that information, and, and uh, also you know grow together, become better as a team. I like
0: it. What
2: you guys go that's pretty good Leonard that's pretty good I like it um uh, I, I I would add to what Leonard was just speaking of is uh I can't remember who taught me to do it uh but it it was it, it, it was an effort to put more humility in me uh and the results were were uh phenomenal and so uh any soldier who has given me the mantle of mentor in their life, I routinely ask them why do they still call me mentor? What what rele- what relevancy do I bring to their life? Uh, and what i I found particularly special uh, to ask that question because I get some great feedback uh, in it. And sometimes you know I hear some stuff I don't want to hear, but I need to hear it, right? Yeah. Uh, but what I found in that is that the the bond between me, them, and whatever circles they influence increased tenfold each time that I do it. Um, and uh, I found through that that uh, my ability to influence uh, increases because people stick with you a lot longer, you know? Um, Speaking from a military perspective, right? So you're thinking that, okay, once you get promoted to the same rank as me, you don't need me no more, right? And they quickly let me know, no, that that's, that's not true. Yeah. That's not true at all. You still hold said mantle in my life. And when I call you, I expect for you to be ready for whatever it is I'm calling you for. So you better keep reading. You better keep doing all those other stuff that you do because... You are what I need, and, and uh, I share that it because it's, it's so inspiring, and it's what keeps you going to be able to give the organization, the people, whatever the case it may be, uh, what they need from you, and it keeps you, uh, your self-confidence, your self-image, your self-esteem, uh, all those categories in line because you have a good idea of who you are as an individual and from your perspective as well as from uh, other people's perspective.
0: Hey, look, uh, Leonard. Uh, Matt just sent the the thing out with his notes, so you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me switch windows. Look, look, Matt. I don't know. It's it's not just Matt because I, I I'm I'm usually uh, reminding, and I think we were all just busy this week. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. It's been a crazy week. I I haven't turned in my homework from Sunday. <laughs> I'm having I'm having a rough time writing right now, and it's just killing me. And this dude marked up my paper; and my my paper died. My entire thought process died. Every time I sit down to do my paperwork, and it's just the annotated bibliography that I was supposed to lead into the literature review. And I haven't turned in the literature review because I'm trying to finish and redo the annotated bibliography. I just got this block, and all I see is all that red ink that he had on my <laughs> paper. And I'm like, I didn't know that the annotated bibliography can go this south. <laughs> right? I'm like, this dude. He said, "Look, this is you're at a doctoral level now. You can't be writing like that." And I'm just like, it, it passed all the way up into this class. <laughs> so, you know, um, Matt, I won't. You know, you you you're, you're usually on. I know you guys are busy. Um, so That's partially
4: my fault <laughs> I've been out No worries I'll take the ding I mean if I'm saying I'm going to do it I got to do it I was at the uh, Health Occupation Students of America um, HOSA Joe we talked about that Last week Yeah um, So we had A couple thousand 14 to 18 year old uh, High school students That want to be um, Health professionals Yeah So we were giving them the The rundown of what we, as you know, military medicine really can, can provide. Um, give him some some testing, some skills testing, some scenarios. We went through and just had some good conversations with some uh, some young up and coming professionals. It was uh, it was an emotionally uh, taxing week. I props to every single teacher out there because <laughs> holy cow!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, shout out to all the educators, man, for sure. Yes. You got anything you want to add
4: to that that piece though, Matt? About the 360? Uh, I do, I do, actually. And I was just saying I was lucky enough to be at the uh, um, National Character and Leadership Symposium at the Air Force Academy uh, yesterday. And uh, we heard from quite a few really good uh, speakers. One of them was uh, General Shari, who is a fighter pilot and uh, m- most recently an astronaut, still works for NASA, just came back from the ISS. Um, a few things that he said really, really run true, And we're talking pretty high functioning individual. Um, he said, you're gonna make mistakes and you're gonna have to ask for help. He said, and it's considered in these high functioning programs in, in schools and, and, uh, and in leadership that if you're not making mistakes, then you're not trying hard enough. And if you're not asking for help, you probably don't understand what's going on. Um, it, it, it's it's honestly true. Admit that you are capable of making mistakes. Ask for that feedback. Um, understand that, you know, as numerous speakers said, uh, and I've heard many, many people say it and read it in a lot of places, but feedback is a gift. Feedback is a gift. And if we think about it, we we don't have to give feedback. We don't, our, our soldiers, our subordinates, wherever you are, don't have to give feedback. And when they do the recognition that it takes something, right? It takes something out of them, especially with these up-and-coming generations that that do not thrive on social interactions at all. It takes something for them to speak up. So, listen.
0: Active. Actively. Listen. <laughs> yep. Yes. That's good. Okay, jumping back in. Discover your shortcomings. Mmm. think we all said that. Discover your shortcomings. Gather candid feedback from your colleagues and friends, not only on what you're doing that conveys respect, but also how you can improve. That don't don't be afraid to hear that you're not doing something right or you're not doing something well, right? It's you're, you'll find that once you show that you're able, capable of receiving that information, that people will come to you more, not just with. Or the bad, but with everything and, and with their stuff. If I, if you, if if I know that I can trust you with my opinion of you, oh man, I can I can trust you to, to with some stuff that's going on with me. You can help me work through some stuff, right? Um, what they say? Show me a person. Um, what, what's the saying? I'll figure it out. Specifically, what are your shortcomings? Identify a couple of trusted colleagues who have the best intentions for you and your organization. These are folks who you believe will provide direct and honest feedback. Hmm, wonder who that is. Ask for their views about how you treat other people. What do you do well? What could you do better? And listen carefully or actively. Consider the actions of Lieutenant Christopher Manning. This is where I got excited. I heard lieutenant, I was like, oh, okay, we got some military in this one. They talked to some military folks. A naval intelligence officer. And then I was like, oh.
4: <laughs> we won't hold it against
0: him. We won't hold it against him. They have they ask military. You know, I'm just messing with y'all. All my all my military, Navy people, Marines, Air Force, and I'm just joking. You know, we love you guys. I love everybody. Um, it's just officer jokes. at the Pentagon. Who has systematized ways to get continuous feedback from his direct reports? He expanded the scope of anonymous feedback surveys to include not only how he could improve the organization and himself as a leader, but also his team members' personal happiness. For example, including how supported people felt by him and work-life balance. That's very important, people. We talked about that in the article Urgent vs. Important almost a year ago. Um, yes. He also instituted an anonymous comment box and encouraged an open-door policy. He even provides incentives for the most insightful critiques, hmm, such as the chance to attend a course or conference of interest, extra time off, who don't want extra time off, public recognition, etc. Now, you tell me. You ain't got to give him extra time off. You just tell him, hey, look, uh, you can skip PT this morning. <laughs> I'm supposed to be like, where you want, what, how much you want. Get your notepad. <laughs> All and right?
4: I get to tell you how I feel.
0: That's right. <laughs> okay, You're gonna yeah. let me get the, the I'm gonna get the sleep in this morning. Hmm. Or even, like, some of them don't even want to sleep in. They just, like, I don't want to do group PT. You're gonna let me go to the gym and do PT. Oh, someone just want to wear some vegan clothes for PT. Go figure. Yeah. 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 God, that's something so simple. Yeah. Right? So simple. Yeah. Or oh, some of them yeah. just want to, let me let me let me run the PT session, right? Everybody don't want to take PT off. Some of them just don't want to do the same old same old, and that is understandable. Get off of my soapbox. And he meets one on one with direct reports frequently. That sounds like something that one of you guys said earlier. Counseling. The regular feedback from these from these sources has helped him hone his skills. The bonus. He found that those who report to him are more engaged and respect him more. If you don't feel comfortable enlisting the feedback of your entire team, you can also ask a trusted direct report to gather feedback within the organization about whether you, the leader, consistently demonstrate civility and what situations may trigger uncivil behavior. Pause. Joe, that
4: sounds a lot like your job.
0: Man. Man. Come
2: on we'll open up with you Joe because it does sound like yours. <laughs> yeah man I, 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 I could see the, the span of my career <laughs> and, and that, that, that dialogue just just how that that goes and uh, earning people's uh, respect and trust is um, it really is an art of how to do it and, and I've, I've seen people fail uh at doing it and um I remember when I took my company at hood and uh one of my NCOs she told me she said I first I, you know all due respect you know what that means as
1: <laughs>
2: so, soon as you hear the all here due respect oh Lord here we go
1: here it comes <laughs> <laughs> you
0: better maintain your military bearing right. I tell That's you that right. right. <laughs> before you go before you finish go on lock on up <laughs> <laughs> All due respect. Geez. Yeah, carry yeah. on, carry on, carry on.
2: And so she she told me. She said, "I got two things for you." I said, "Okay, I'm listening." She said, first I I think you're too soft." I said, "Oh wow, that's a different perspective." Oh, okay. I don't I don't think I've ever heard a soldier tell me that I'm soft. Wow. But oh, wow. It's normally the other way around. Okay, I'm really listening, and so <laughs> she tells me that, and you know, I ask some, some clarifying questions, and her her body language was like, "Oh my God, you, we're actually going, we're actually going to talk about." It? Sure, you come in and you have a strong perspective. I want to hear where you're going with this. Yeah. How is it that you think I'm too soft? Now, what it bled into is. Um, I was trying to be the super platoon sergeant, right? Instead of the first arm. And so, as I listened to her, eventually we we got to to the to the nitty gritty. And I said, you know what? You are absolutely right. Hey, go get go, go go get the platoon sergeants. Let's let's all have a chat. Let's all have a chat. That's pretty daggum good. Platoon sergeants, y'all feel like I'm too far into your business? Yeah, first arm, all right. All right, well, let's let's go ahead and, and, and put some hard lines out there, okay? First, I want to let you know what I'm trying to do, okay? S- Secondly, I want to hear what your thoughts are about that. And so I said, first, I am trying to reestablish the prestige of the office of first sergeant. Not me, the office. That's number one. Number two, I'm talking with your soldiers because they're my soldiers too. Okay, and that's number one. And then uh, part B of that is that it is how I assess your ability to lead by interacting with them. Oh, I said, so now, do you still have the same perspective that I'm all up in your Kool-Aid? Or is it altered? Well, I think you might be a little bit too much of my Kool-Aid, okay, all right. <laughs> give me some, Give me some examples. They gave me some good examples. And I said, okay, I will improve on this. And what I need from you, each of you, is to show me that you know what you're doing. Because it's my job, ultimately, to protect all of y'all. And I don't want you getting in trouble because you said something stupid to one of these soldiers. That's right. They're hurt, they're angry, and they will take vengeance out on the first inexperienced person they see. And uh, after that session, we we all grew from that, right? And each of them still call me today. As a matter of fact, one of them, and I ain't much older than him, kind of made me feel real old. He called me a couple weeks ago. <laughs> he told me, You're like a father to me, like a father to
3: you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> big age, big brother, hey, 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 man, you've grown with three kids. <laughs> but no, no, that's good. It's good. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a military father. You're respectful. Yeah, I, you. I, I like that. That's
2: good perspective. That's good perspective. Because yeah. I was like, man, I, I, I don't. Feel, I still look pretty good. It's <laughs> not all gray.
1: It's not all
3: gray.
1: <laughs> you can hide the gray. You just shave it
2: out yeah well that's true
1: no, I got a little head man I'll,
0: I'll, I'll... No, no, no razor should come to this this, this head you got terror. right none uh, no, my wife was like are you gonna cut it soon no man nope nope no, it look good too no. man thank you thank you, man. thank
2: you but uh but yeah the, the, the lesson learned from that is the importance of open dialogue and how how deep it goes he would have never felt comfortable grown man he's in his 30s he would never felt comfortable of saying that if I didn't share share vulnerabilities and show that I'm a human being just like you and I need you in order for me to be able to do what it is that y'all expect for me to do
0: mm-hmm. that's good you know we are gonna- so I'm not gonna
1: I'm not gonna hold it just just real quick. I'm not gonna hold it against you for making me feel old because my kids in their 30s, too. You know what I'm talking about, too. (laughs) You
3: know, I'm inspired to get there. Yes. know what I'm
4: talking about. And look, what they say is you age like fine wine. Look, I couldn't
0: tell you. (laughs)
1: I'm trying to look young like Matt.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> look, you surprised I don't feel there.
4: it. Like, me? I don't feel it. Let me tell you. As <laughs> so long as you talk. look it, that's what's important. Exactly.
0: And there I'm you, go. you guys. The uh, testimony, what you said, Joe, Lenard used to do that. And sure enough, um, you know as a as a soldier that grew up under the he was a he was leonard was a, a culture shock for me because he came in <laughs> mr mr i'm thinking like this dude was he was you know combat arms guy and you know you look at him at first you know he he ride motorcycles you know he did all these high speed things i'm like oh yeah he's about to shocking all us like crazy he come in like hey guys the good stuff. And I'm like, hmm? What? <laughs> okay, it's coming. It's coming. Get ready. Get ready. And he's just like, you know, hey, how you guys doing? This and that. And my son was like, yeah, I was talking the first time. I'm like, Urgh. hold up. Yeah. You didn't tell me that you was talking the first time, and I didn't hear anything. What is it? What happened? You know, and I'm not doing anything wrong. It's just I need to know that if there's an issue, you let me try to fix the issue first. And they're like, oh no, we just talking the first time i'm just like oh, yeah. huh, this is this is a little odd <laughs> you know because when i grew up i didn't want to talk to my sergeant unless it was something they said sergeant want to see you i was like what did i do okay yeah. uh, you know whatever you know i'm gonna go through my squad leader my team leader but i'm not if, they, if my sergeant called me it was a problem right and not that they weren't doing their job um but it was just one of those things right it's just like let alone the first sergeant call. Oh my God! First sergeant called me to the. Oh yes. no!
3: It's
0: so yes. a good transition to where you have leaders that are actually they 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 let the soldiers know. Hey, look, you can talk to me. I'm not trying to get you in trouble. I'm not trying to get them in trouble. I just want to know who you are. How was how was that? Class that you said you were going to. I remember, you know, it was a time when we were. Remember, when we were under the hospital, Leonard. Back when we were, the vet services was just getting their command deal. And uh, yep, yep. Hospital transition. Uh, yep. The troop command was in Darnell, Darnell Army Community Hospital. um Out in great old Fort Hood. Yeah.
3: He, uh, mm.
0: the first sergeant. I played ball for them. And he stopped me one time, you know, not in basketball attire, I'm in uniform, and he's like, hey, Gifford, you know what, I'm, I'm across the thing, I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's like, it's like that, that, that wreck has that ability to like, oh, what's going on? And I'm like, oh they, everybody looking at me like, what you do? Oh my goodness, you got your hands in your pocket, what did you, pass some trash on the, on the did you, what, what you do? He was like, hey, how was such and such and such and such? And I'm just like, uh, it was great. <laughs> Is that all you wanted? Oh yeah. wonderful. And they were looking at me like you had to do something. What did you do? You kissing up the first sergeant, you know. But that's how it it was when it first happened and I'm just not remembering that thinking back on it. Um we can't we gotta change the mindset. So I appreciate having that experience with you, uh Leonard, before I move forward because then it, it gave you the perspective of, you know, it's not about creating that fear in people, right? it's creating a relationship and building that trust and respect and then you're able to get the people to do more without having to yell and scream and cuss them out and you know if I wanted you to have a, a family I would issue you one, all that crazy madness you know, back in the day uh, so anyways, I didn't even go down a rabbit hole <laughs> uh, what you got on this topic hey, I I
1: think I don't really have a whole lot I can say to that. You know, it's, it's just one of those, it's one of those things where, you know, it's, it's that there's more than one way to get to mission accomplishment. So I think by, as leaders, we have to understand. And once we accept the fact that we don't know every way and there are many ways to skin a cat, you know? So like you said earlier, you let someone else take charge. And, and I had a, a, uh, sergeant First Class Patterson. I was a staff sergeant at the time. I used to believe in get in there, get it, get it done with the soldiers, you know, get out there, do police call with the soldiers. And I was always out there and I was doing, we were training soldiers to get ready to go to uh go down to combat. I was in Grafferville. And I'm out there with the soldiers and he say, Hey, hey, Staff Sergeant, come here. Won't you stand up here beside me and don't don't move. Just tell them what to do. And it was hard for me to, you know, step back and not get into the action with them because I was so used to being actively involved. But uh, he, he showed me that, you know, you got to step back and let them do it on their own and don't get involved in it and be the leader. You know, you're a good leader, but now be the leader and, and let them do it and, and know that they're doing it not because you're doing it, not because you're, you outrank them, but because you're showing them the way and you're allowing them to accomplish the mission without you. And so that was a, that was a a good one for me. So I think as leaders, we had like, you like you said, Matt, you just got to step back and know that there's other ways to get things done. You know, don't, don't, don't have your, don't set your standards so high that your way is the only way.
0: That's right. Yeah. That
4: that was your alley Matt. You got to duck I like it. Good. Yeah. Um, the box, um, the the suggestion box, is not a joke, right? I mean, uh, ICE comments, we use those all over the place in the Army. And command teams or, or NCYCs, OICs of the area are required to read those. And they go up. When they get put in digitally, they're required reading for everybody on that chain. You have to know what people are saying. Um, 64th. I'll keep it in the vet community um, over in uh, Germany. When I took over, nobody wanted to talk. Nobody wanted to talk to me. I was new. I was a medic. I was different from the Romeos, a little bit closer to the Tangos, but definitely different. Um, so they didn't they didn't really get me right off the bat. And within the first week, I went home and uh, got into my, my garage there and uh, built a wooden uh suggestion box with the top and a lock on it that the commander and myself had the key to and at the end of every week we'd open it up and we'd just go through that was our friday afternoon and sometimes into evening and just find out what they were saying you know and it it, it took a while to get them to understand um one i need legitimate comments you know but two when they are legitimate comments we take them to heart we listen and uh, they still used it. Right. I mean, it, it was still if they wanted to say something anonymously, they would definitely still use it. We definitely keep checking it. But um, after about a month, it became sort of, you know, less of a thing, less of a need, because as we addressed those issues anonymously, either, you know, with people that we thought might be uh, the ones that, that needed to hear the answer or with the whole group they they got it hey they heard me my voice has been heard i didn't get called out like i'm the idiot who just has this crazy idea they sat down read my comment thought about it came up with a, a response and then let us know whether we changed something or not was entirely based on the decision the commander and i made but i've said this since since i was a any five sergeant buck sergeant uh, i will always listen to what my soldiers have to say i may not do what the soldiers want to do at the end of the day, because as a leader, that's that's my choice. But I will always listen to what you have to say, assuming we're not under direct or indirect fire and we have time.
0: Right. Situation dictates.
4: (laughs) Yeah. But those situations where you don't listen are very few and far between. That's right. That's
0: right. Actively listening, people. I stress the active part, because you can sit down and, and hear words. much saying alright so you're going to work with the coach coaches can uncover potential weaknesses through surveying and interviewing those with whom you work and may shadow you at meetings and events to pick up on subtle subtleties including nonverbal behavior nonverbals this is part of that active uh, listening I'm not saying that that's what they're talking about but if you're doing some nonverbal stuff you know you gotta watch it a skilled coach may unearth some of the underlying assumptions, experiences, and personal qualities that make one prone to uncivil behavior. I'm going to say, I'm going to drop a pen real quick. So, one of the things that I was, I want not say I'm guilty of, but you guys know, y'all all been in leadership positions. Um, and, like, I would be working in open door policy. And, y'all know, I would be at, the, at my stand up desk. And, Soldier come in, they'd be like, hey, Todd, you got a question? You got a, mo- a, mo- a moment real quick? And I'd be like, I'm, I'm, I'm literally on the desk, and I'm like, I'm, I might be doing, like, commanding staff slides, and we just watched somebody get murder, death, killed in the last command staff. <laughs> and this is, like, the third change, and it's, like, six slides that I got to change the right way, right? And so I'm like, yes, I do. Is it an emergency, or can I keep, you know, doing this while you're talking, because I got a deadline? But if it is emergency, I'll stop. And then they'll say, oh, no, you can keep typing. I just got X, Y, Z. All right, all right, cool. And then, you know, I'll go back to doing my thing, doing the slides. And then I'll be like, oh, hmm, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, doing this right here. Nah, yeah. So just you got to know, understand that, um, you know, that that body, your posture, things like that will convey a different message. Um, whether you're talking or you're the one that's listening. All right, so ask specifically how you can improve. Once you have clarity on which behaviors you want to improve, first, gather information from others about how best to go about this. Uh, This feed-forward method originated by author Marshall Goldsmith is a terrific way to gather specific ideas for improving your behavior. The process is, describe your goal clearly and simply to anyone you know. Ask for two suggestions. Encourage creative ideas. Listen carefully. Write the suggestion down. Respond with thank you, nothing more. No excuses or defensiveness. Sounds like an AAR, doesn't it? It does. (laughs) Don't justify what they just told you in the after action review. Just say, hmm, thank you. I appreciate it. Repeat by asking additional people. So, you get your review, get your feedback from a bunch of different people. 360 review. <clears throat> stump, stump. 360 review. Stump, stump. Um, and you just do that. Into, and you know, the thing is, I, I'm guilty of this. Especially when I was active. Um, people would send me their 360 review right while I was busy. And then that link will get buried somewhere. And... I'm like, oh, I gotta do such and such as 360 review. And it's already timed out. Yeah. Um, so if you've been asked, if you've been asked to do a 360 review, I've asked that you make it, be intentional, fill it out because if they trusted you enough to send it to you, um, they value your feedback, and it's important for you to give them that feedback. On the other side, if you are the person Follow up with them in person. Hey, look, I sent you a 360 review. Hey, I really appreciate it if you can give me the information. Um, you could tell me right now, but I need it, I need it on the thing, too, uh, so that, you know, X, Y, Z. And then you say, thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, that, you know why I do that? I do that because of X, Y, Z. Mm, nope. Nope. Thank you. Carry on with your day. All right, what Help. you gentlemen got? What you want? Matt, we're going to start with you on this one.
4: Uh, you know, it goes back to what we had already talked about: asking for that feedback, getting that feedback. And I, I like how he said, uh, you know, ask for it from your friends. Um, they also talk about asking for earlier. the believe they t- asked about talking uh, about where you're successful. You know, what what are my success points? When do you see me as most successful? Um, but at the same time, you know, talk to those people that you trust and ask for the opposite side too. Hey. I, I, I realize this is going to be uncomfortable for me and possibly even for you. But when are some times that you've noticed that I was not as uh, not as good at my job, not as effective in my job? Uh, when were the times that you as a, as a peer or, or senior or subordinate saw me and thought, mm, I don't know, either something's wrong or this isn't the, the guy or gal I want to be working for right now? Brace yourself for it and say, all right, he, here comes some honest probably, hopefully, well-intentioned uh, feedback and take that, you know, we we can't fix what we don't know. I mean, I don't know how many times I've said that. I say it to large and small formations and individuals all the time. I cannot help if I don't know about it. I can't help me if I don't know about it. And my introspection is from my point of view. Right. So the more you get, the wider you broaden that, uh, whether it be from someone who's gone and polled people uh, for you or you know anonymous feedback or people coming right up to you and deliberately saying hey here's this or questions you ask them Um, cherish that value that for what it is take from it what you can and make from it what you will That's right. what you
0: got
2: Joe hey so uh man first Matt that was that was that was just spot on man and you know uh the only thing I I, was, I would say uh, I would add to that I, I should say um, is you know you've reached uh, that level uh, a level of success with people when sometimes you have to ask for it but most of the time uh, they trust you enough that they, they will make time to come and let you know mm-hmm. um, you know you're having a bad day you're having an off week whatever the case may be and you think you're hiding it pretty good but the the people know you well enough to know something's not right. And then they come in and come check on you. Um, and the, the important thing about that is is you, you you being a person, a human being enough in their eyes that they become to care about you as much as you, you care about them. And say, you said it earlier in the dialogue of you can't fake being genuine. You can't fake authenticity You can try but it only turns People off um, And I I for one Have been very appreciative Of it right you know especially for you two Gentlemen uh, our Germany Days were awesome and Anytime that I was off or clearly I didn't know how to do something Either one of you or both of you make time To ensure that I knew That First it wasn't right or Uh, whatever the case may be um, and help me to get on the right path and because you know sometimes when you're in the midst of the storm you can't really see which direction you should go never mind ask the questions of what's what's not right now and so it's good to have people that are around you that recognize you're in the storm and say hey hey buddy hey this way I can't see I know you can't see follow the sound of my voice. That's, that's it that's it when I get on the other side of the storm then we'll talk about how you got in the storm and then we can also talk about what I think you could do better while you were in the storm
0: right that's good what you got Lenard? <coughs> <Oops. laughs> you on mute <laughs> but I knew you something uh, blowed blew up it blew up <laughs> I say
1: I, I say my my mind is blown uh, it's I, I, you know, I don't think I could say anything that would even add up to what y'all just said. It just, it, it, I just took it all in and, and, and I learned some stuff. And, and I, it, like I said, it's one of those things. I don't know everything, but I, I recognize good stuff. Yeah. And, 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 uh, it, it, Matt introspection. Yeah. I had to look it up. <laughs> like, like, what? <laughs> what? yeah i had I, I had it when you saw me step away once i hold on, what the heck is that i never heard that word before but uh hey,
2: matt is I an educator hey, let me tell it, you
1: it, it examination or observation of one's own mental or an emotional process
2: outside mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah matt yeah. Matt, we'll keep, matt keeps us right let me tell you now <laughs> yeah,
1: you know that's why I'm i like really reading more. his notes it's like you know the, the, you know, I I will I will examine if I see something I don't know. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go try to figure it out. Right. You know, Damn. before somebody else asks me about it. You know, if I can. If they ask me about it too soon, I'm like, yeah, I gotta go look that one up. Man, you need, <laughs> you need my head, my mind with that one. But, <laughs> hey, good stuff. hey It's good stuff. And, and I don't that's have good. anything to add to that. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I I was I was blown away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's
0: good. Hey, but
1: I, I will say that, you know, that word you use has a lot of meaning. Uh, quiet examination can be extremely valuable, Just or okay. quiet observation can be extremely valuable. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to use that one. I'm going to have to incorporate that into my vocabulary.
0: Yeah.
1: It won't fit in the world, but uh, introspection.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, we're gonna move forward. Enlist your team in keeping you accountable. Ooh, Uh, your team may be like your uh, actual team or it could be some of those trusted people that you, you know, are in your circle. Um, Choose one change that could improve your behavior and then experiment. Asking your team to help you by letting you know when they see improvement. For example, after a meeting, ask your team if they saw an improvement in the behavior that you're working on. What was the impact? Here's an example of a woman I know of. Let's call her Karen. Why did they call her Karen?
3: Wow. That's an interesting choice.
0: (laughs) Automatically just had a thought on what we were gonna be talking about. What was her problem? All right, anyways. Who Who enlisted her team to help her change a specific behavior? Karen's team had grown increasingly frustrated by her inability to listen and empower them. While she was highly intelligent, she was constantly interrupting people in meetings, Oh, I know this person, and taking over initial ideas before they could even be presented. Karen worked with a coach to develop a technique to avoid this pattern. In this case, the technique was tapping her toe instead of interrupting someone. Other coaches have developed similar techniques such as counting the 10. She informed her team that she was working on the behavior and after a couple of days of meetings, she checked in with them on her progress. This helped establish a norm and more of an open dialogue, a spirit that the team could count on each other to support one another's development. I like that. Matt, you got to note, what we got?
4: Good note here, uh, leaders aren't perfect, right? Uh, a lot of us think that we have to present ourselves as perfect in order to be listened to. Um, and, you know, again, I'll go back to something that, uh, uh, brigadier general shari said um your team doesn't expect perfection they expect and crave humanity and connection yes your team doesn't expect connection i'm sorry uh, perfection your team doesn't expect perfection this is from Thank a brigadier you. general uh a fighter pilot um an astronaut uh a pilot of the the new spacex dragon systems uh, you, your team doesn't expect perfection from him they expect Humanity and connection. Uh, and we owe that to them. We do. Um, involve your team in your personal growth. Admitting, uh, hey, I've identified a problem. You've identified a problem. I've I've admitted that this is a problem and I'm working on it. Um, involve them in that personal growth and you can succeed. They will see that humanity, that humility too, and say, we can work with that. Or hey wow Maybe I can learn Something from that um, Show them that You are human And being wrong Isn't the end of the world We talked about Safe spaces to fail Right Show them Guess what You're not the only ones That can fail mm-hmm. I can too In these in these little ways That are acceptable And I can grow from mm-hmm. We can all fail That humility Goes a long Long way That's right
0: They see They see that You're not just uh, Talking theory That it's actually is applicable I, I'm human Just like you're human we fell forward, right? What you got, Leonard? Hey,
1: hey, I think it's a repeat of what we what we've been saying all day. You know, you gotta be humble. Know that you're you're in the way is not the only way. Failure can make you better, I tell you. Failure made me better. I, I, I think I gave the example in, in a brief before, y'all already know. Uh, y- if you fail, then you you kind of learn what the soldier feels like when they fail, and it gives you the ability to deal with that situation better. You know, if you've experienced it, now you can apply what you're to try to assist them. Not everybody's going to do it the same way, and not everybody's going to be impacted the same way. You know, my wife says I have I have no no empathy. It's, it's not that i don't have empathy it's just that i can't save the world it's my it's, it's my theory you know it's she says so-and-so died i said well i haven't talked to him in the last six months so i'm not gonna worry about that and she said people say that well that's kind of crazy you know you should care more let well, if i cared about everybody dying i'd be miserable every day i'd be sitting there reading the obituaries of just sad every day you know so it's one is, if I haven't talked to you in the last six months, I'm not coming to your funeral. <laughs> it's my rule. So I don't expect you to come to mine. It's the same thing when they say, "Oh, so and so passed away." Send them flowers. Well, I didn't send them flowers while they was alive. Why I'm gonna send them flowers now? They ain't gonna see it. That's
0: right.
1: <laughs> you know it's who like, you trying to impress? The, the, <laughs> so
0: the you know, that's left behind. Walk the you walk. Know.
1: Yep, walk the walk, and be who you are, and, and trust me, your soldier's gonna see it. Or your, your your people that you work with your team players those people that are around you in your environment are going to see who you are and they're going to recognize when you're not who yourself who you who you believe you are that's right. you know it's just one of those things so hey I'm there
0: alright that's good what you got Joe
2: I'll start off like this you can you can only recreate yourself as a leader uh and so it's important to know your your strengths and your weaknesses because that's what you're going to create as you lead and what's that that coined or cliche statement be the change that you want to see um as a leader if you lack the ability to do something you can't teach something that you don't know and so if you want your your organization to demonstrate more humility or togetherness connectiveness uh, then you have to have that within you because if it's not in you then you you're only going to lead them to a path opposite of that And uh, I, I think it's important uh, for self-awareness. Um, I'm so glad that it's, it, it has stayed in Army doctrine in my time uh, and has always been in there how important it is to be self-aware uh, because people ask for positions. Of increased responsibility and authority um, Lots of times because they want the glitz and the glam That come along with it, right I, I want the, the job because it's prestigious Oh, okay, alright, that's that's great But what type of damage are you going to do for generations uh, That come after you Because of your selfishness, not selflessness right. um, And And I mean, you see it all the time uh, people say they want to be a 1st arm, and they project something and get make it through the interview, whatever the case may be, and then they get the organization, and people are like, how in the world? Why did that mm-hmm. unit fall apart? Well, yeah. that position, that individual was supposed to be the lifeblood of that organization, and so everything that they are, that unit will become, That's right? There's right? mm-hmm. no, no knock against a commander. Commanders have have a a great role, man, it's it's awesome, awesome responsibility, right? But the individual that influences the, has to, I think that has the greatest influence of success or failure of that organization is a 1st arm or sergeant major, right? Mm -hmm. Because if they suck, then your enlisted soldiers are going to suck. And that's the unit. (laughs) That's the unit. You know, that's the largest population of of any unit. And so uh, there's a reason why uh, some soldiers say, you know what, look at these two old guys down here, you know, both retired, but Tay, you still look at him, still remember what he did for you in your life all those years ago because of what he embodied and what he was willing to change because he wanted to see it in you. And that's the, the power of being connected to people.
0: That's good.
4: Mm-hmm. You got back. <laughs> Nothing I can add to that, honestly. I mean, it's it's all about being there for your people, being honest with yourself. Okay. Yeah. All
0: right, we're rounding mm-hmm. it out, fellas. Uh, we're gonna make time for reflection. It's the last piece of this. Uh,
4: oh,
1: two- I like this one.
0: Keep a journal to provide insight into when, where, why you are your best. I'm going to say that again. Keep a journal to provide insight into when, where, and why you are your best and when you are uncivil so you can be more intentional by identifying when you're on, on game or off game. (laughs) <laughs> Identify situations that cause you to lose your temper. This is me. A leader I worked with named Monica noticed that she was far more curt in the late afternoons. She began her days before five a.m. By the time late afternoon hit, she was tired and was less emotionally attuned. She was uh, brus- was it brusque and brusque. Brusque. brusque and conversations and less civil and email. Ooh, them emails get you. Before she started journaling and reflecting on her day, Monica was unaware of the effect of time of day and her energy management on her demeanor. Now she is much more mindful of her behavior. For challenging situations such as conflict, people that trigger her, and communications that requires tact, she waits until the following morning to respond. Boom, that's what I'm talking about. You know what I do? I type out my, I I used to type out my message and then i retype that thing like 20 times (laughs) And I just won't send it. And and then I come back and I'll read it again a couple more times or I I stepped away. And I said, okay, no, I got to retype this again because this is going to sound too much like it's got to be professional. No one is more professional than I. And and I feel like there's something coming off of this that I should not send it. Um, So, yeah. All right. So consider tracking your own energy through the day via this energy audit. (laughs) <laughs> Reflection helps your identity strategies to maintain composure and be your best, most civil self. After adopting some of the improvement strategies, do you see a decrease in incivility or an increase in civility? Track yourself and review progress on a regular basis. It says, for example, weekly or monthly as needed. If you need it more daily, then do it daily. The path towards building greater self-awareness and treating People more respectfully at work doesn't have to be walked alone. Um, this article is on energy... Uh, well, it's on energy management, but it's the, it falls under uh, emotional intelligence. And it was written by a one and only Christine Porath. You find it in the Harvard Business Review. And we're going to get our final thoughts on this. So, our individual that that get us the the high speed articles
4: what you got what's your final thoughts on this article matt you know one thing that they didn't touch on that i think is very important is while we ask for and learn to receive uh the candid feedback that we also be the candid feedback that our people need uh not out of spite but again uh mr joseph this is the reason that you have job right now being that candid feedback through through that wonderful IG system and saying uh here's what you uh, need to be doing and here's what you are not doing and then remembering at the end of the day you know like i said like so many have said feedback is a gift right uh it takes courage and conviction for people to speak up so make the time to listen when they actually do even if you don't like what it is that you're hearing take it seriously um You don't need to action every little bit of it. You don't. Some of that stuff is going to be really good to hear. Some of it's going to be really annoying to hear. Some of it's going to be completely useless because it's opinion that goes completely contrary to fact and needs of the mission. But you need to listen to it. You need to understand where their heads are at. Uh, that's, That's what I think would be my most important takeaways from this. Aside from we All know ourselves and while we will listen to that feedback, we'll request that feedback, we also know when we're out of balance. We know when we're off. Listen to your gut and don't be afraid to ask for that help if and when you need it.
0: All right, what you got, Lenard? What's your closing statements? You you solving world peace and we can't hear you.
1: You know, I, I try to give respect to everybody by, by making my thing silent so you oh, don't have the good. typing going on around here. But, uh, HTGS, something you live by. You know, just like when I was in the service, I lived by the creed. Now I live by hunting good stuff, you know. Hunting good stuff is all about perspective. It means to focus on the positives and continue to move forward. In every situation, there's a positive, which means it it's may not always be apparent, what the positive is but you have to seek it out that's why you have to hunt it take a moment to understand what has happened accept it then reset your mind on the next goal or task desired that you want to achieve don't waste time on what you cannot change strive to remain focused on the positives smile and hunt the good stuff it it's just that i make notes of still make notes of good things that happen in the day and when my wife comes home from work and and so i just uh gave her a kiss and she went off to work uh for the day um even though she teaches she works hard but she's she's working extra hard right now because she's in charge and i keep telling her she needs some better time management i need to be a supervisor i can help her (laughs) not work on the weekend but uh getting back to getting back to the point at hand is you, i want to remember the positive things i don't want to focus on the negative so I, I tend not to write down the negative things that happen throughout the day but i will write down the good things that happen throughout the day because when i look back when my facebook pops up and it reflects back to a day before i don't want that to reflect back to something that remind me of something negative that's right. why i tend not to put negative things on facebook you know i put positive things so when it flashes back It's going to be a good memory that it's going to bring, you know, it's going to cause my emotions to be uplifting and not down. Uh, So, focus on the positives, strive to achieve what you want to achieve, accept what you can't change, and continue to move forward because you can only make life better. You know, that's your goal is to make it better. You don't want to make it worse. So, I tend to try to stay away from the negatives and say, look, let's just focus on where we're trying to get to and not focus on. Our mistakes, you know, they're gonna happen. Yes. It's all about where you put your mindset, and that's all I have. That's
0: good stuff. All right, Joe, what's your what's your closing argument? What's your what's your final statements? You got your slides ready?
2: I do got my slides, man. You know, I, I was formulating it right right here in the, the little Rolodex as they, I was listening to some good stuff. That's right. Uh, I would say my greatest successes. Uh, that I've experienced in my time in the the Army uh, have come from me being an active seeker of that feedback, not waiting for somebody to come get it, give it to me. Uh, One of the greatest uh, benefits of it is it caused me to mature uh, at a much faster pace than what the normal person would. It's because I was constantly seeking that feedback. and if I could share that if I could share anything with with somebody is that is the the old saying is is the day you stop learning is the day you die it's not a physical death physical death may be shortly after that yeah, but but the day you cease to live and you are in a standstill is the day that you stop learning and so uh, actively seeking feedback from trusted sources and here's a um one that I've learned, even for somebody that you think is inimportant in your eyes or their failure, you can still learn from them. Uh, one of the greatest things changed me as a leader. I was advising some senior commanders uh, my last inspection, and I based it off of a soldier that we put out of the army. We put her out. She, she terrible, terrible individual, right? She needed to go. But it was something that she said to me that helped me become a much better leader. And I shared that with a commander who was struggling. He failed to see what his soldiers saw in him. And so he was making policies and orders that uh, was detrimental to their growth. Um, and so uh, it's, it's important to, to, to seek that if you want to be successful. Don't believe me. Look at anybody's rags to riches stories and you'll see that they actively sought that feedback in order to get better to become the billionaire or whatever it is that they are today.
0: Alright, for everybody, if you just jumped in and you jumped in midway, the article is The Leadership Behavior that most That's Most Important to Employees by Christine Porat. Um, and it's in the HBR. If you don't know what that is, again, shoot us a message. Drop it in the comment block and We'll we'll let you know what that is and where you can find it, and the the trait that they were talking about was respect, and respect is very important um, in in all aspects of life, and you know it's respect for self, respect for others, um, and when you do that, you'll you'll go through the things that need to be done to increase your emotional intelligence um, because you care. Remember, you can't fake care. Shout out to. Um, uh, Perea. He, uh, I, I stole that from him. So, um, I'm not gonna go at y'all. Y'all said good. The last thing is, Matt. What's our next topic for the following week?
4: Next week, we are going to be going over sustaining hope in uncertain times. Sustained. If anybody's interested in that article, let us know. I sent that out over the uh, the small group that we have of people who will hopefully uh, show up and give us some of their wisdom. Right. If you have any questions at any point, shoot them out. If you happen to be listening and you want to read this article before we talk about it, and shoot in questions pre uh, pre. That's you let us know. We'll, we'll load them in and use that as as talking fodder.
0: That's right. And look, um, he mentioned our group. It's leaders that you know they're on standby, man. Sometimes they'll be on here, but sometimes, uh, most of the times, they're inside of there waiting for questions, concerns, and issues. Uh, between the four of us we got a lot of years of experience but in that group we have many many years of experience and we're talking about all all branches of service Retired in inside it is it, we got you know people from all industries and they've been in different places and uh, yes so if we can't answer it, we could definitely get you an answer. So shoot us the questions. Uh, goal is to make, make everyone better uh, so that we can make our communities better as an end result. Um, yeah, man. It's Saturday. Thank you guys for coming out. If you're looking for this, uh, it's not live anymore. If, you watch, if you're listening on, um, on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the podcast, you can find us on Google, Amazon. Uh iHeartRadio, Apple, uh Spotify, there's a whole bunch of them. You can find us out there. Uh share the share the podcast, man. If you want to watch the video, it's on YouTube. You can also go to Twitch, it's where we we broadcast live from. So man, get out there, uh, like, comment, and subscribe while you're out there. And make sure you drop some comments, man. Let us know where you're watching from. And we look forward to seeing you all next week. Take care. Peace. Peace out. going on everybody i hope you enjoyed the show and if you did enjoy the show and you see the option go ahead and smash that like comment and subscribe button for your boy because it helps us out it helps with the algorithm it helps with you know make people feel good it helps with whatever else that it helps with just smash the button for me and i appreciate you and when you get a chance to Um, go ahead and leave a voice uh, memo as well, because, you know, you might find yourself in one of the the commercial breaks or something like that, because you just left a really nice voice message and you know, the feedback does help too. So again, thank you for watching the show. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something and, uh, I hope to see you on the next show. God bless you and take care of yourself. Peace.